Hello again, this is attorney Sean McLaughlin, and I'd like to welcome you to Law for Life, a program designed to provide useful information about the law as it relates to real-life situations and from a Christian or biblical perspective as appropriate. Law for Life is sponsored by Trinity Law, a local law firm available at 1-866-464-5297 or online at yourlawfirmforlife.com. This is attorney Sean McLaughlin. I'm here again today with attorney Patrick Schaefer, who practices tax law throughout South Central Pennsylvania. Now, on today's program, we'll continue our two-part series regarding real estate tax assessment appeals and real estate tax exonerations. Now, last time, Patrick, we discussed real estate tax assessment appeals, but today what I'd like to discuss is the tax exoneration process specifically. So could you just begin by explaining the difference between a real estate tax assessment appeal and a real estate tax exoneration? A real estate tax assessment appeal is when a property owner is obligated to pay real estate taxes but simply disagrees with the amount his or her property is assessed at for real estate tax purposes. In other words, the property owner is not disputing that they have a real estate tax obligation, but they are disputing that the amount the county believes the property owner should pay in real estate taxes is correct. To file for a real estate tax exoneration, the entity owning the property must be a charitable organization, such as a nonprofit or a church. In such a case, the entity would argue that they have no real estate tax obligation because nonprofit organizations and churches are generally tax exempt under the law. Well, how does the Real Estate Tax Assessment Appeal Board evaluate whether a nonprofit organization or church should have to pay real estate taxes? The board uses a legal test known as the HUP test. The name of this test is derived from the Pennsylvania Supreme Court case which established the test. This is a five-factor test which consists of the following elements which the church or nonprofit organization must satisfy to be successful in a real estate tax exoneration. They are as follows. Number one, advance a charitable purpose. Number two, donates or renders gratuitously a substantial portion of its services. Number three, benefits a substantial and indefinite class of persons who are legitimate subjects of charity. Number four, relieves the government of some of its burden. And number five, operates entirely free from private profit motive. If these elements are satisfied, the board will grant the exoneration. Well, now, Patrick, you mentioned that one part of the HUP or HUP test is that the organization must relieve the government of some of its burden. What exactly does that mean? A good way to think of this element of the HUP test is whether the government would shoulder some additional responsibility if the organization did not exist. For example, an important mission of most churches is to help feed the poor. If churches did not exist to perform this function, more people would need to go on public assistance programs. So churches help to reduce the government's burden by feeding the poor and thus limiting the church's responsibility in this regard. Therefore, churches generally satisfy the fourth prong of the HUP test. Excellent. Now, is it possible for a church or nonprofit organization to be exempt from paying real estate taxes on part of the land it owes while having to pay tax on another part of the land it also owns? Yes, this is possible if a portion of the land the church or nonprofit owns is not being used in furtherance of the entity's charitable purpose. The classic example is if a church has a vacant plot of land that is not being used by the church. If the church is not using the plot of land for any church activities or in furtherance of the church's mission, the church will have to pay real estate taxes based on the assessed value of only that plot of land. 
However, the land and improvements which are being used to advance the church's mission will nevertheless qualify for tax-exempt status. Well, thank you, Patrick. That's all the time we have today. It was an exciting discussion about tax assessment appeals and exonerations, and we will start a brand new topic next time. We want to remind the audience that nothing said on this Law for Life program is intended as legal advice, as each person's situation is different. If you have a legal need, please see an attorney. You can freely listen to today's program or any past program or series on our website, yourlawfirmforlife.com. That's yourlawfirmforlife.com. Just click the Resources tab. Inquiries about the program can also be directed to the local law offices of Trinity Law, toll-free 1-866-464-LAWS. That's 1-866-464-LAWS.